Record. Okay, so I will remember to press the record button. Uh, when are we starting? Huh? Soon. What? Now. When will then become now? <laughs> Approximately three minutes ago. Actually, 39 seconds ago, but still. That's when I pressed the record button. Hello. Okay. And welcome to Critical Recovery. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons Dragons campaign set in a persistent game world that's pretty much homebrew with a whole bunch of other campaigns that are affecting this well because I've decided that if one campaign doesn't have nice things, none of them can. Hence, why the moon disappeared for a few months. Yeah. In any case. He says he says decided. I think that was stated then set up like campaign one, episode one. Could have been. In any case... My name is Crash. I'll be your DM for the evening. Tonight I am joined by a bunch of fantastic people, including Chris, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Archbeth, and Craig are hanging out in chat. I'm a little concerned that Craig is just there listening and never participating. Doesn't even, you know, chat at all. Doesn't react to anything. But it's there watching. A little creepy. Just a little creepy. In any case, what happened last week? We found a skeleton. We tried to get rid of it. It no, followed we found us. We found the skull. Right, a flaming skeleton. skeleton skull. We tried to get rid of it. It somehow appeared near us anyway. And then we made it our way to an abandoned town in the desert. And then we found a bull skeleton and a mass of bones. So we hid in a random building. But the mass of bones found us anyway and decided to attack. Uh, last thing we did is, as the mass of bones was flooding the building, we ran out. I believe one of us took damage, but it wasn't me. It was me. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, Ryan is already bloodied. Cool. And Ryan yeah. is also our best healer at the moment. It's okay. I have permission from Ellie to RP Zuda, so I'll be heal botting. And I've already rolled initiative for Zuda. Oh, I rolled a one. Zuda has a negative one modifier to initiative. Oh, no. The heal is going last, as is correct. I was going to say, that's that. we want that. Usually, unless you're starting off with your tank bloodied, then you don't want that anymore. Oh, I should roll. Um, she's usually been giving me advantage on the... Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's A three that's and a four with an advantage roll. Wow. Fate just decided, no, you're, you're, you're not going for a while. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I... <laughs> Both the healers are going last. The Flame Skull got a 21, but it's currently part of the giant bone monstrosity, so... Oh, no. Can we make that permanent? And I say this knowing we're going to kill the bone monstrosity? If that ended its life, it'd be in favor of it. I mean, I'm in favor of it ending its life. But every time it's been killed, it's shown up next to you. Just saying. They didn't okay. print on one of us like a baby bird. That's oh, one no. messed up baby bird. Don't give the DM ideas. Why would you say these things? Bold of you to think that I hadn't already thought of it. In any case, Gorga, there is a massive construct made of bones that has just destroyed your hiding place. What would you like to do now? All right. I think I'm going to try ranged attacks, so I'm going to bust out my short bow and make an attack. Will a 16 hit? That is an excellent question. A 16 will. And do I get my sneak attack damage? Uh, not yet. In that case, I only do six damage with a bow and arrow. It's still first... Well, it's not first blood because it's a pile of bones in a land with no water. But never mind about that. You, and you, Ryan the first still being damage. the tank, I'll use my bonus to 
give them advantage. Appreciate it. And that's okay. my turn. Next up is Thava. Thava says, Oh, thank goodness. It's wounded. Thava casts Told the Dead. The DM has to look up its wisdom save. Oh, it's very wise. A mass of bones is wise. Well, I that's suppose I shouldn't complain too much. I was surprised a 16 hit after all. It's more of a damage sponge than an armored juggernaut. This is going to be the opposite of the last fight. Uh, but that happens to be a failed save. And at Thava's level, that is 3d12. Can I just say how happy I am that I get to roll d12s? <laughs> they don't get enough love. They don't. Okay, Not that unless is... you have an all-barbarian party. Oh, don't give me ideas. Uh, oh, that wow. is 19 points of damage. And you hear a muffled voice from inside the skeletal juggernaut say, I felt that in my teeth! Do it again! Okay. Orga does next... not know how to process that, so she is moving on. Uh, next is the Flame Skull's turn, but the Flame Skull is currently part of the Juggernaut, so it does nothing. Next is Vex's turn. Vex decides to hold their action. Actually, no, they, they do the hide action. Specifically, they hide behind Thava. Uh, that is a 12. They do not hide very well, but they are currently hiding behind Thava. Next is Morley. Okay, so our friend probably says to do that again, so I will cast all of the dead on the creature. So a wisdom save of 13. Uh, would you accept a 9? No. <laughs> Roll your okay. d12s. Roll the d- Actually, it says 1d8. Cause yeah, because it's assuming that it isn't injured, but the text of the spell says roll a d12 oh, if right. it's injured. So. Okay. Yeah, Toll the Dead's a weird spell. Now I understand. Okay. It's what makes um, Toll the Dead so nice. Because it's only a cantrip, okay. but it's more powerful. I have a 10 for okay. damage. 10 points of damage. You okay. are whittling away at this juggernaut. Juggernaut, I can speak. <laughs> it's been a long week. I had six hours of training meetings. Oh, oh no. Did you at least get a Rocky montage? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> Actually, no. It was more than six hours because it was... It was six hours of training meetings after school, and then Friday, there was no school for students. It was all training. I forgot to give you my uh, imps initiative. It's 13. (laughs) Okay, time for the Juggernaut to use its legendary actions. That is not true. It does not have legendary actions. You almost took my breath out there, Crash. (laughs) (laughs) I thing gladied our tank in one move. If it had legendary actions, we'd be dead. I mean, I am the DM that threw an ancient green dragon at a party of level three adventurers. Accurate. Mm-hmm. But this thing is actually not the highest. This is not even in the running for the highest CR I've thrown at you. The airship that you've had to fight was CR nine. This is not CR nine. Okay. You also told us you nerfed that airship in some ways. I, yes, I took away one damage immunity and I took away its ability to poison you if it hit you with its tail. Those are the two things I did. All right, so it gets two claw attacks. It is going to have the first one go for Ryan, because Ryan's, like, right there. All right. That is... What's its bonus to hit? That is... That's not going to hit Ryan, most likely. That's a 14. No. <laughs> In my head, Cannon, Ryan doesn't even dodge. It just sort of, like, hits the ground next to Ryan. Their their hair just sort of moves from the the force of the blow a little bit. Considering and then, that Ryan has a dexterity penalty, I feel like most of Ryan's armor class does not come from dodging things so much as getting hit and it just thunk. 
So the giant skeletal claw comes down right on top of Rhine. Some of the party members wince. Some don't. Take your pick, which your character does. It lifts up, and Ryan is just, like, still there. The hair is a little must. But otherwise, Ryan is just, like, there. Yep. There's a small Ryan-shaped indentation in the hand. <laughs> and for the second attack, it's going to take a swipe at Talia, because, of course, it is. That is... Uh, that's not a 14. That is a 24. Uh, glancing blow. <laughs> Okay, the glancing blow hits you for 12 um, damage. Slash That's fine. Uh, it also takes 10 points of cold damage. It's almost as if you were given a warning at the end of the last session that everyone should use whatever dispensive spells they had available to them. Armor of Agathus. Gotta love it. Unfortunately, it's immune specifically to half drow. <laughs> well, good job they didn't throw me at it then, eh? No, but they got <laughs> the damage from hitting you. Nevertheless, it is now your turn, Talia. Okay. Uh, well, my amp would go first. My amp rolled a 13. Okay. So it's going to use the assist action. The Juggernaut goes on initiative 14, by the way. So it's going to be you and the imp paired. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, it's going to use the assist action for um, Gorga's next turn. Okay. To give Gorga advantage on any attacks. But and that would allow Gorga to use sneak attack. Oh. Wow. Um, bonus action, uh, Hexblade Curse, uh, summon my sword, and take a swing. So you know how the, the joke with Hunter's Mark is to reference World of Warcraft and a giant arrow appears above their head? When yep. you use Hexblade Curse, my mental image is a, a giant, sort of translucent, gray skull and crossbones appears above the character's head. Uh, does a 24 hit? Uh... You know, I'll give it to you this time. <laughs> give it to me this time? Okay, okay. Uh, it takes 8 plus 10, it plus a 2. It takes 10 points of, what is it, slashing? Slashing? Piercing. 10 points of piercing damage. Okay, Wait, I've done damage to the Juggernaut and not Talia. Okay. Okay. It is now the two-headed owlbear's turn. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Very quickly, I think that was an... Was that a 19 I rolled? Where did, I, did I say 24? You gave uh, a very high number. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I remember it was over 20, which is well above its armor class. Yeah, 16 hit earlier, so... No, it's just because with Hexbeard's curse up, I crit on a 19. I don't remember. Doesn't honest, matter, it's but, fine, yeah. it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> okay, in any case, it's I'll now time for, for the skeletal two-headed owlbear. Um, but you don't know what it's doing because you don't see a skeletal two-headed owlbear. You just know that now that one of them exists and your life is enriched for the experience. Ryan. Yes. What would you oh, like to do? Yes. Sorry. I'm, I am a little out of it too. Uh, okay. So remember how my first level was fighter? As a bonus action, I would like to use second wind. Yeah. A an anime style breeze. <laughs> down the street. For some reason, it only hits Ryan. Does it also have cherry blossoms? And I recover 10 hit points. There's Ooh, a lot nice of speed roll. lines involved. So yes, Ryan just manages to manifest wind and cherry blossoms right now. <laughs> some of Ryan's wounds close, and they are going to swing at the horrible monstrosity with a flaming sword. As one does. As one does. 
and I must again check my actions in combat to see my two hit because it doesn't list it for that cantrip and that annoys me. Oh, I have advantage, right. Because uh, Gorga helped. Um, that's probably not going to do it. 16. Uh, 16 will hit. Oh, that is going to do it. Excellent. That's exactly what I rolled on my turn. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, not everything I throw at you is going to have an armor class equal to Ryan's. So that's three slashing. Wow. Okay. It's damage. Better it's than still nothing. damage. I'm waiting for the point when Ryan gets magical armor. So their armor class is like somewhere up in the 30s. And it's the equivalent of like having someone who just can't be hurt. Okay, Ryan. Um, here, hold these explosives. We're going to roll you down the hill at the enemy. <laughs> I am You'll not be fine. immune to AOEs. I am not immune to AOEs. <laughs> what was that? We can't hear you. Well, Take there they go down the hill. Explosives. They lived a good life. <laughs> I mean, I do have absorb elements. The rest of the party wouldn't know if you survived or not because they don't look back at the explosion. Okay, now that I'm done stalling long enough to look at Zuda's character sheet, uh, they are going to cast a spell. They are going to cast... A first level cure wounds on Gorga because Gorga took a hit. No, I didn't. Oh wait, not Gorga. Uh, Talia. Talia. Oh, yeah. Uh, Talia took two damage from that hit. No, you took. Oh, you had armor of Agatha. I had armor of Agatha. Right. Up. I yeah. took two damage I, from that. I re- I remembered the one thing about it, how you damaged from it, but I forgot the other thing. Okay, well then forget that. Zuda was going to start off by healing Ryan, but Ryan went and healed themselves. Fine. <laughs> I see how it is. We're just going to have to go with Toll the Dead instead. Okay, that's three Toll the Deads in one round. How many members of our party have this cantrip? Three, I think. Four. No, no. Well, yeah, three. Three if you are including Fava. I have Eldritch Blast. Oh, okay, you don't have Toll the Dead. Uh, so that is a 13 on the die. Well, not 13 on the die. It's a 13 total, which is exactly what was needed. So it makes it safe. Gorga. And remember, you're rolling with advantage this time. All right. I'm going to make another attack with my short bow. Ugh. I rolled a three and a two, so I got a total of nine. Or my highest equals a nine. I listened to what you meant, not what you said. So I'm, oh. I'm assuming that's a miss. Is that correct? Yeah, that, that's going to be a miss, unfortunately. Okay, so an arrow whiz, whizzes by the giant bone monstrosity as Gorga somehow misses. And I'll use my bonus to give Ryan advantage again, and that's my turn. I like how we're giving advantage to each other. Like, I'll, I'll take that advantage. Here, you have some advantage. Why, thank you. I'll use this too. Well, you can't use the help action on yourself. Well, this is also true. This is also true. But everyone's helping each other. This is fantastic. This is teamwork. Well, not so much with the Flaming Skull. For the Flaming Skull, uh, we Even might the need... the Flaming to... Skull wants the Flaming Skull dead. We might need to... Do some more team building activities. I don't feel like the flame, flaming skull has really been incorporated into the party. Uh, we should try a trust fall exercise. It, it's just hovering there. It doesn't have hands, and it can fly. It is incapable of both the. Uh, it could it could drop itself, but it would not be able to catch anyone in a way where they would appreciate the experience. Okay, Flaming Skull, we're doing a trust fall. On the count of three, try to plunge yourself to the depth of the ocean. Very good. You're doing well. Keep going. Now, hopefully it stays there. 
<laughs> it gets down to a depth where it just gets crushed that appears next to you. That was fun. Let's do it again. You can hate that as life. many times as you'd like. <laughs> oh, it is to laugh. It is to have Thava cast Toll the Dead because it worked last time. But it's not working this time. That's a 15 for the save. Oh, well. Actually, no, no, wait. No, I'm thinking of the rest of the party where the role you need is something like a 13. Thava's a higher level. Mm-hmm. A, a 15 doesn't do it. Let's roll those 3d12. That's 19 again. Again, we tend to notice that D&D Beyond likes showing the same number more than once. It's fascinating. And it's bloodied. Okay. Alrighty, that was Vex- faster than expected. Vex, the pseudo-dragon, is continuing to hide. It wants nothing to do with bones that eat back. <laughs> Morley. Okay, I will do Told of the Told the Dead again. Has wisdom uh, 13. I don't know what its wisdom is. I, I got a 16, so it fizzles. That doesn't work. Okay, all I got but, right That's now. the great thing about cantrips. You can keep on casting them. You keep them, going, but just if, not more than once a turn. <laughs> yes. And also, if Unless they make their save, there's no damage. There's no mm. saving for half. Yeah, okay. If this thing gets annoying enough, Thava might use, actually use a spell slot against it. That's when you know you've mm. ticked Thava off. Yep. It is Juggernaut's turn. It is... It decides that Ryan isn't really worth its effort because Ryan hasn't done a lot of damage. Hey! <laughs> Ryan immediately feels insulted. <laughs> as one does. And it um, charges directly... Well, actually, it doesn't charge very far because it could hit Talia before and Talia did not back up. It decides to go for Talia. doesn't matter that it took damage from Talia. It is going to try for Talia. Talia hurt it more. So this is going to be both attacks... Uh, the first attack is a 15. Uh, hits. Okay. That is 12 slashing damage. Okay. Second attack. Now, I'm using the die roller in D&D Beyond, so I shouldn't still be accidentally rolling a D12 instead of a D20. So rolling the D20, that's a crit. We're okay with you rolling a D12 for the attack rolls. <laughs> nope. Nope, too late. Uh, now, it would normally be 2D8 plus 3, so I will roll this in chat as is standard for me. Oh, wait, someone just got crit? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. That's the reason I put, the, I put that uh, gif. Uh, yet Talia is uh, unconscious. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is, a hab- this is a habit with Talia. Oh, it's going to get worse. Okay. Oh, no. So this giant skeletal hand comes down and smacks same Talia the same way that it had previously smacked Ryan, only when it lifts up, Ryan was still there. Talia, you think you see a foot inside the hand. The mass that makes the hand. Oh, no. Congratulations, Talia. You are now part of the same being that includes the flame skull. This is your unlife now. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, so we glad found you can make it. personal health. <laughs> no, no, no. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and for the sake of the recording, I will say that this is my response to a GIF that has been posted by Chris. <laughs> That's a flat out no. Uh, Talia, make a death save. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, that's just an over, an over under. Uh, nope, that's a failure. Oh, we got one failure. Uh, okay. uh, wait, it was a one, so that's two failures, isn't it? Ooh. Somebody cast heal quick. 
and hopefully it'll work. I have backups. It's fine. Relax. We we, we got this. I'll be fine. I mean, Someone Talia already died Someone twice. Just Someone just heal me. <laughs> at, at some point, Talia is just going to be showing up with with a little card. People go, "What's that? Oh, it's the frequent flyer thing." On death five, I get a free Slurpee. Okay, it is the skeletal two-headed owlbear's turn. It plays fetch with itself. Oh. Which, because it's skeletal, it rips off one of its ribcage bones and tosses it with one head, and then the other head directs the body to go and chase after it. It oh. is literally playing fetch with itself. Okay, Ryan. Is Talia grabbed up by the monster? Uh, Talia is currently... I suppose or you could say Talia is currently grappled by the monster. If if this was a living being, one could argue that Talia had been eaten by the monster. How high up? Kind of, uh, not too high up. The monster itself is like twenty feet tall, if I remember from last session, and the arms are kind of down lower, so maybe ten, ten feet. Because cure wounds is touch range. Do you have healing word? No, I do not have healing word. Um, FYI, I remember Zuda goes directly after you and is a cleric. True. And does have healing word, I think. Does she? Probably. Yep. Okay. If she has healing word, then I won't uh, do the thing. If she didn't, I'd probably try it because I think I'm better at, at athletics than Zuda. And I, and I think we've had this conversation about healing word, not this conversation, but a conversation about healing word. Um, you have seen Zuda cast healing word in previous combat because it was a conversation about casting two healing spells in the same turn. All right. Um, as a bonus action, shield of faith. As my action, sword on fire, attacking the monster. Did did Gorga do a help action? Yes, I did. Okay. I don't have many bonus actions, so most of the time I'm going to use them to help you. Ag! Okay, okay, okay. And fate is still saying what is no. It, what is it with the three and the four? I don't know. And I don't have inspiration. And... Uh, I'm panicking. It's okay. It'll all work out in the end. It is Zuda's turn. Uh, as a bonus action, Zuda casts Healing Word. Congratulations, Talia. You are conscious with six hit points. Yay. Also, you are encased in bones. <laughs> and Well, the bones are... The bones do not create an airtight seal. You can breathe. You are aware that you are incredibly close to a flaming skull, though. Oh, why didn't they just let me die? <laughs> I ask myself that every day, I think. Uh, but that was a bonus action. So as an action... How about a nice guiding bolt? That's a crit. Wow. That's a lot of D6s. Wow. <laughs> and a lot of ones and twos. That's 20 points of damage. But that was a that was 8D6. The next attack also has advantage. I know. That's why I picked it specifically. I was like, well, the damage is secondary. No, no, the damage is just fine. <laughs> is Hexblade Curse Concentration, is that down now? I don't know. I don't tend to play Warlocks that have that. It doesn't say it is. Usually okay. if a spell is concentration, it will oh, oh, specify the, it. the curse ends early. If the target dies, you die or or you are incapacitated. So it's gone. Okay. Okay, yeah, you didn't die, but I, you were incapacitated. Yeah. Gorga, there is a sparkly skeletal monstrosity in front of you. All right. I believe I get to attack with advantage with my short bow. 
you may go ahead and do that. And I got a 25 since a 16 hit earlier. I'm just going to assume a 25 hits. One could argue the 25 will hit. Yes. It casts shield. It does not cast shield. I do a 9 with the regular short bow and a 5 extra with my sneak attack for a total of 14. Okay. And I'll use my bonus action to help Rhine. They need it. And that's my turn once again. Okay. Uh, next up is Thava. Thava again casts Toll the Dead because, you know, Toll the Dead. And it makes it safe again. Oh well. And Flame Skull is doing nothing right now except being there. Vex is doing nothing except hiding there. Morley. Okay, I'm going to try Eldritch Blast on this thing. And the hit is... A two hit is plus, plus five. I guess I pressed that button. Yes? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so I rolled a 17 plus five for a 22. That'll hit. Okay, so now I do damage. Um, trying to see if this one makes any difference if the thing's already been damaged. No, I don't think so. Okay, no. so... No, Eldritch Blast is just straight up damage. Okay. Oh, I rolled a one. <laughs> so I have one damage. <laughs> it's okay. It's still damage. Yes. <laughs> I, I have seen battles where the creature was taken down to a single hit point and it got another round of attacks in. So it can wow. happen. Okay. Every That's little bit helps. It was a little bit this time. This is through. It is the Juggernaut's turn. It is going to... So right now, the way this battle is set up, Talia is within five feet, let's say, of the Juggernaut. Um, Ryan is in front of it, or at least flanking it, neck within five feet of it as well. Everyone else kind of didn't really stop running when they got out of the building, and you've been using ranged attacks. So Ryan, you get to make an attack of opportunity because the skeletal juggernaut has decided it's going to charge someone who's been hurting it more. Oh, I get an attack. Am I going with her? Well, yeah. It, you are currently okay. you are currently grappled. <laughs> so, so you're going along for the ride. A 14 just hits. Five um, slashing. Damage is damage. Okay. And it runs up and tries to hit Gorga. Yeah. That is a 16. That's going to hit. That is 12 points of slashing damage. Okay, that's not, not too bad. I'm not Talia. And it also takes a swipe at Zuda because Zuda made it sparkly and has a thing against glitter. Maybe because the DM has a thing against glitter. Who knows? Ugh, that's a crit. Stop crying, Aaron. Can't help it. Actually, I can't, but never mind about that. That is going to be 48 plus 3. That is 16 points of damage. It's kind of low, and I think. Zuda is bloodied. Yes, Zuda is bloodied. Zuda might be casting a heal spell on herself during her next turn. So, Talia, you are currently grappled, but you are also currently okay. awake. Uh, yes, uh, bonus action. I'm going to Mr. Step away. You leave a Talia shaped hole in the skeletal juggernaut's heart. Actually, no, that's. And when that's I land, and when, when I land 30 feet away, I just turn around and just, he'll just blast it. <laughs> Uh, does a 14 hit. A 14 will hit. Yay. You weren't lying when you said this thing had a low AC, but a lot of HP. Uh, mm-hmm. 10 points of uh, force damage. Okay, 10 points of force damage. And I think that's your turn. Uh, and the little gob, the, 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 what's it called, imp is going to fly over and uh, 
assessed action on uh, Gorga again. Okay, sounds like a plan. It's Juggernaut's turn. It is going to take swipes at the two people it took swipes at before. So against Gorga. Wait, doesn't the Juggernaut before me? Why is it going again? Oh. Oh wait, no. I, I'm sorry. The, there's. Remember, I also added a skeletal two-headed owl bear into this. Oh. So and I got to them. There, it's for neither of these beings in D and D Beyond did it include custom artwork. So it's the same icon for both of them. I got to the icon ah, and oh, I thought, okay. oh, it's this. No, no, no. The skeletal two-headed owl bear is doing cute little things that make Ryan want to adopt it. <laughs> right. Okay. But Ryan doesn't know this because Ryan doesn't see it. So the party Ryan is, is a not. Little busy. <laughs> yeah. So so you don't need to worry. You're not adopting a skeletal two-headed owlbear yet. Gorga would kill it regardless of what Ryan says. Yeah, I would help. But if our damage was done by the owlbear's initiative, that means the titan isn't going right now? Uh, The skeletal juggernaut actually goes before Talia. We got to the two-headed owlbear, which is off somewhere else because they they were something that I was thinking of adding, but the way the plot went, they, they didn't get added. Okay, either way, I don't have to yeah. worry about taking a hit this round. That's, no, no, you don't have to take That was my concern. Also, I, I rolled a five. You weren't going to take a hit. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, five wouldn't hit, but Gorga has a really low HP. I mean, AC. Um, With its bonus to hit, it would still not have hit you. It is, however, Ryan's turn. Remember, you have advantage on attacks. All right. Hit it. Stop <laughs> hitting my friend. For that some singular definition or of friends. Uh, oh my lord. A, a 10 is not going my, to hit. I'm using my... Um, <laughs> Use D&D Beyond to make any better rolls. <laughs> I'm using uh, my favorite soul trait. <laughs> Use D&D Beyond to make any better rolls. <laughs> 14 hits, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It casts shield. No, no, I already used that joke. Irony might murder you at this point. Six slashing. Okay. You get the sense as you slash through it that the bones are starting to lose their cohesiveness. It's still Come standing on. upright. It's still striking, Horrible but it's rattling a lot more. Fight me, not them. Yes, I'd very much appreciate it if you did fight the other juggernaut, the smaller one that's part angel. Fight, fight them. It is Zuda's turn. Zuda is going to cast... This time Zuda is going to cast Cure Wounds on Gorga, because this time I'm right about it. Yeah, Gorga's not bloodied, but only by like one or two hit points. Well, add 12. That brings her up to full. And also a healing word on herself for 11. Not at full, but there's more gas in that tank. Gorga. I believe someone gave me advantage. Hi. So, yep. Ooh, nat 20. Woo! Five percent of the time, it works all the time. So, with the double dice, that was an eleven on the standard. Wait, 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 wait. This is important. One could seriously argue that currently this juggernaut is engaged against you and your party members. So make sure you add that sneak attack damage with your crit. She had an advantage. She automatically gets a sneak attack anyway. Yeah, but I'm just saying, make sure that's in there. Yeah, I, I was just saying that was 11 with the standard damage, plus 7 with the sneak attack for a total of 18. Okay, how do you do this? It's a bow and arrow versus a giant bone monster. Um, can I take out the flaming skull by addition? Or should I just, like, <laughs> sever its spinal cord? 
Okay. Take so out the skull as let, well. Let me, let me offer this as a possible scenario that you have veto rights on. You shoot an arrow into the center of its mass. It does lethal damage to the flame skull, which then bursts into a little mini fiery explosion. Not enough that it's doing a lot of damage to anything that isn't like within physical contact of it, but it was currently part of the juggernaut. So suddenly the juggernaut's torso explodes and what's left of it falls to the ground. That sounds good to me. Okay, dramatic ending for that creature. We have lost our friend, probably. Probably I mean, not. that thing itself said it wanted to die. It's, it's true, it's true. I, th- I think you have succeeded. You might remember... Ali just stands up. I feel like it's coming back. <clears throat> you might remember it said that it kept coming back. I don't think it's going to be gone for very long. If it doesn't manifest near us, I'm at least happy. It's coming oh, I don't back, think we'll be that and it's lucky. going to follow us for the rest of our days. Possibly only while we're in Nemoria, maybe? It might be tied to this place. In any case, we have company. Again? Who? Don't look. I think my ribs are broken. Don't, like, the ones on the outside of the inside. Sorry, bad taste. Yes. Don't oh, no. turn right now, but look at the windows. Oh, Do we need to roll a company, perception check? Company, or? Not, now, uh... now that... Now that it's been pointed out to you. A perception check is no longer needed. Okay. Because of how many windows have little cobalt skulls peeking out at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're not going to bug us, I don't mind not bugging them. We came here for money because uh, Kraken funeral services aren't cheap. I don't know what else to say. I, I snap off a kind of deliberately sloppy salute in the general direction of the undead kobolds. Um, let me check something. Give me a charisma check. That's an eight. <laughs> okay, so when... Th- th- this is classic Ryan, apparently. Uh, so when you give the sloppy salute <laughs> at them... <laughs> yeah, you are charismatic, but that You're was a five on a die. <laughs> Um, so when this obviously part angelic being acknowledges the presence of very obviously undead creatures, the undead creatures sort of duck out of the way and it's sort of a ripple effect. When you see the ones that were, that had this directed at them, they duck out of the way and then the ones in the windows next to that duck out of the way and the ones in the windows next to that duck out of the way, it ripples through in that particular direction. Good job, Ryan. You scared him into not bugging us. Let's go find the treasure hoard. Well, I am proficient in intimidation. It seems to have worked on these little undead creatures. You're, you're the opposite of Zeely. Zeely <laughs> tries to persuade, but it's an intimidation check. You tried to... Per- <laughs> you, you did a persuasion check almost. <laughs> but it was intimidation. <laughs> Okay, so you continue to head towards um, the very large castle slash palace that's in the center of town. You can't miss it. Most of the main thoroughfares lead in that direction, so it's somewhat hard to get lost. You're not hearing the booms sounds anymore. You have a pretty good idea as to why. Yeah, hopefully there was only one of those things, but whoever designed this city had an ego or was hired by someone who had an ego. Well, remember, it was the capital city for the brother 
of an empire that covered the entire continent. Yeah, right. there was an politicians ego. generally have egos. And then it was the home for an undead dragon that had become a lich. So that's egos squared. <laughs> Although I don't remember reading anything about something like that. Something like what? The the juggernaut. Oh. No, no, I'm not immediately noticing something new that's going to haunt your dreams for the rest of your life. This time, I can make no promises about the future and apologize for the previous instances. Well, I don't imagine this place gets a lot of return visitors, so whatever book you read was probably at least a few years old. While this conversation is going on, Talia is just sitting there, just, you know, holding her ribs. <laughs> oh, this conversation is happening oh, while you're walking. No. Oh, okay. Oh, Tal- no. Talia is holding her ribs while just limping along. Uh, Zuda is going to cast another healing spell on you, if possible. It is possible. Oh, that's not much, but it's something. Eight more points of healing. Better than the six I'm sitting on. Okay. Thank you, dear. <clears throat> I almost slipped into the character voice that Ellie uses for the 830 game. <laughs> because you're welcome. It's such a thrill to be useful. But, but that that's not Zuda. That is not Zuda's no, no, voice. No, no, no. Um... I don't think I can pull off a Zuda right now, to be honest, which is a shame. So you get to the large double doors that lead through the inner wall into the palace grounds, and they are off their hinges. All right. Well, we don't have to break down the door for this one. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I'll take a look at the hinges to try to determine if breaking off was recent. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Of course, it would be investigation. I'm not very good at that. 16. So. That is the opposite of how I've been rolling. There's well, not a not lot of. I'm not good at I mean, I don't have proficient or expertise in it, but it is still yeah, one no, of my eyes. But skills. a die roll's a die roll. So there's not a lot of corrosion that exists in a realm without sources of humidity. But there's still some. There's still wear and tear from dust particles hitting things and eroding away. And the parts of the hinges that are severed from metal fatigue and strain show a lot less wear. You would guess with a 16 that while this might not be a a recent, recent, recent event, like maybe not yesterday, within the past year. Okay, everybody, keep an eye out. I'm not sure, but whatever broke this gate may have done so recently and therefore may still be here. Considering my intelligence is five years old, good to know. So what if it was the juggernaut that crashed through the gate and rampaged through the city? Could that be the reason? If it is came the gate here? big enough for the juggernaut? I don't know. If More the juggernaut like had ducked, oh, okay. If the juggernaut had ducked a little bit, it would have been able to fit through, yes. I mean, okay, so maybe it was the juggernaut, but it doesn't seem the kind to try to duck and squeeze through a gate. So I'm guessing it was something smaller. Hmm. Oh, and by the way, I will say this because Gorga has a sufficiently high enough passive perception. The entire time you've been going to this palace, you've still had undead kobolds peeking out at you through windows. They aren't engaging, but they are very much aware of where you've been going. Like I said earlier, if they're willing to leave us alone, Gorga is going to leave them alone. Okay. Uh, So you get up to the next set of doors that lead into the palace itself. So you've gone through the courtyard of the palace grounds. Uh, These doors 
are also broken off of their hinges. One of them is hanging by one hinge, mostly. The other one is down on the ground. Both of them show significant fire damage, as do the walls on either side of them. Fire damage that occurred from the inside. And a player is remembering exactly why that fire damage is there. So, something was on fire, I take it? Yes, I know about that one. What was that one? If you ever encounter a kobold with platinum wings, not rings, wings, and you have a desire to pull the usual shenanigans that you enjoy so much, I recommend don't. This is from two fireballs that were cast at the same time by the same person. And Crashio put a question in the chat a bit ago. Um, and look at the question. Uh, yes. Yes, Shield of Faith is down. All right, so two fireballs, but you said your intelligence was five years old and from a kobold with platinum wings, not a kobold that was a skeleton, so probably yes. not anything we have to worry about directly. I, I don't think she would have a reason to come back here. Just file that inf- information away for future reference because at this point, she's more powerful. I... I file all information away for later, and that is good info. But for now, I believe I've made this clear. I'm all for just getting the money we need and then getting out of this place. I have a very similar set of goals. And then you step in through the large double doors made of ash, ash wood, that is ash now, and see what looks like the interior of a palace if someone decided... All those multiple floors and rooms were a bit extra and they weren't needed. There's still pillars in various places to support the ceiling, but otherwise it's a very large empty space with a few balconies on some of the interior walls that are still So standing. this place has been renovated by Draco Lich Incorporated? <laughs> yes. And you know, the- that's about how I feel about fancy architecture too gives more room for the breath weapons. Well, what's now? Well, dragons do like to put on a show. Dragons oh, breathe fire and dragons. stuff? I, I thought this was common knowledge. It's like the one thing I know about dragons. Well, remember, I, I remember, know. Gorga, you're talking to a tailor. And I it's, was educated at public school from the, poor, from the poor part of my town. In a land that, if I remember correctly, had a few incursions of black dragons. Where Morley is from... The incursions were more pollution. It's a matter of environment. Yeah, okay. And I was somewhat expecting this, but there is no treasure pile in the middle of this large empty room. Let's search the mansion then. Yep. Most likely it's going to be in a basement, so let's look for stairwells down, possibly buried under a little bit of rubble just to hide its uh, location, or possibly hidden by an illusion simply because Dracoliches spells or things. Okay, then. I'd do exactly what they're suggesting. Yep. Okay. Um, so as you are looking around, I'm not not going to require perception checks because I'm still going by Gorga's um, higher passive perception for the first point of contact. Love uh, my master tease. <laughs> you see a kobold skull that your first thought was it's a kobold skull that is sitting on the ground. No, it's still attached to a spine, and those are some fingers. It's like it's peeking up through a part of the floor. Hello. Are you 
I don't know what's the right word for undead. Animated? Give me a charisma check. I got a 10. I mean, I think Ryan got an 8 previously. So, um, that's higher. <laughs> it sort of ducks down through the floor. We still, uh... I'm going to call everyone's power. attention and say I may have found something. There may also be a kobold that's scared of me right now. <sighs> We did just take down what I hope was the biggest bad thing in the entire city. So, yes. Now, when you say kobold, do you mean a living kobold or a skeleton? I mean a skeleton. Okay, then just leave it alone. (laughs) Yeah, but it went in a hole, which may probably lead somewhere. Maybe that is the way to the basement part. That was my point. Oh, yes. I can check that if you want. I went through a hole. Where's the hole? I point out exactly where the skeleton skull was and say it ducked down. Even if it doesn't look like a hole is there, there has to be one. Otherwise, it disintegrated itself, and that doesn't make any sense. Or did something else weird and magic? No, it's probably an illusionary floor, like I said. Spellcasting's a thing. Uh, Talia, you were suggesting you had a method of operations to get through there? I cast dancing light and throw the imp at the hole, or where the hole should be. In my head, send cannon, the light down with it. In my head, cannon, you cast dancing lights so that it's centered on the imp. Then grab the imp and throw it in the direction of the hole, and it just sort of gets yeeted. That is what <laughs> that, that, that is what she did. That is exactly what Talia did. It dual wields rude gestures at you with both hands as it somersaults towards. <laughs> the gif. <laughs> okay, Gorga's got inspiration. <laughs> Perfect. Talia eats the imp. The imp flies towards the ground and disappears through the floor exactly where the cobalt skeleton disappeared through the floor. And imp vision. Okay. Um, the imp is in front of a cobalt skeleton wearing a robe and wizard hat, and it is holding a a staff up to defend itself against the imp. The imp is a familiar. Even if it dies, it doesn't really die. Exactly. Stay away! Stay away! Oh, wait. Oh, it's it's talking. What's it saying? I have no idea what you just said. (laughs) It's it's close enough that in the distance you're hearing through the imp's ears. What's it saying? Oh, oh yeah, we're pretty close. Um, it's saying stay away. Remember, you're within yeeting distance. So. <laughs> it's all right. Um, <sighs> hate so to say it, but I don't think they like the sudden appearance of an imp any more than they like the sudden appearance of me. Or we're, we're sorry, uh, we don't mean to bug you, but we're looking for gold and we're going to take it. I click my fingers and the imp's back out here um, on Gorgor's shoulder. Um, all right, little fella, we're not here to hurt you. Just come out. We need to ask a couple of questions. Come on. That's what the Dragonborn said. The Dragonborn? Don't listen to the Dragonborn. No one likes the Dragonborn. Dragon. 
Sava, here's your throat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm blunt about it. That was just, what's a dragon point? No, I mean, more or less, like, really confused. Like, he's never seen kobolds before. He's never seen animated skeletons before. He didn't quite understand that dragons have dragon breath because he's never seen one. He's like, what is all these things? You know? <laughs> he's just very confused. So, Morley, yes. when you see a talking lizard person, they are going to be one of three kinds, usually, with there a few minor three. exceptions that I'm not going to get into. They'll either be, if they're very small, a kobold. Usually they have tails. If they are taller and have tails, they're lizard folk. Those are very uncommon. You'll hopefully never see one. And if they are tall but don't have tails, then they are dragonborn. I'm a dragonborn. That is the word for okay. I'm Exam- sorry, I did not know. There, mm, I can't Alexandria dragonborns can have tails. Oh, that is confusing. Mm-hmm. On some worlds, that doesn't really line up for the description I've given. I have actually seen short dragonborn. <laughs> They're uncommon. Anyway, like I said, ignore the dra- okay, ignore okay. the angry dragonborn lady. She's not actually well. No one really cares about her. Just come out. We'll help you. We just need to answer, ask a few questions. I think Talia, maybe you should not be doing the talking. Also, on, are you referring to me as the angry dragonborn lady? Yes, dear. You haven't seen me angry yet. <laughs> That's what no, scares I have, us. I imagine it's wonderful. <clears throat> Talia just kneels down in front of where the hole should be. Come on, little one. No one's going to hurt you. That is exactly what the dragonborn said. Again, ignore the dragonborn. The dragonborn's not a nice person. Not the dragonborn that's with you. The the army of dragonborn with their flying ships. That is exactly what they said. We don't have an army of dragonborn, just the one. This gets more confusing for me every time someone says something. We've been playing for about an hour. What do you say we take a short break? Yes. Okay. Yes, please, because my dog's being angry. Oh, no. We have returned. But we are not Protoss. We don't have enough pylons for that. Go build more. What even is a pylon? Is that a serious question or just a joke? I think that was a serious question. I mean, I, I get what a pylon is in most contexts. Must construct But I don't pylon. understand why it's... Okay, must, so in the RTS Starcraft, the Protoss had these energy sources which were crystals and they just wirelessly emitted energy that everything had to be built within their field and those crystals were pylons you need like more when, pylons when you're doing an, an rts and they say you can't have this many troops until you build this many farms pylons were the protoss equivalent of farms okay. must construct more pylons okay yes. that makes sense i i know what a real pylon is i just have never understood what it is in that context and we are here to educate people. Thank you again for coming to StarCraft <laughs> and, and how to play it. Uh, right. This was a wonderful game. It's Next what, step, what are Zerg Queens? Uh, Chris, I'm going to need you to spawn more overloads real quick. Okay, moving forward. <laughs> Thank you for the GIF. Um, moving, what the? 
Why? I think that's a. That's an overlord. I think that's. Bo- oh, yeah, that's supposed overlord. to be an overlord. That's a Zerg overlord. I, I like how it burps in the animation. That that's a nice touch. That's a nice touch of the cartoon. <laughs> I thought that was a scream, <laughs> but okay. I thought so too. No, that's well, a burp. That's definitely a burp. Yeah, with with the way the, the opening car, is a, vibrating, that that that's a belch. It is. It is a carbot animation. Oh, carbot. Yeah, that works. Okay. Question. Answer. Cobalt. Cobalts. Undead cobalts. Undead cobalts. Oh yes, I was trying. I was trying to. Well, right now, there's one. Right. Wait a minute. Did you just find the rails? <laughs> I knew they were around here somewhere. But oh yeah. Takes that with enough the, explosives. So I'm Please to co- don't blow the up the train. I mean, it wouldn't be the first city to be destroyed by a massive explosion in this campaign setting. But never mind about that. It may or may not be the first train Gorga's destroyed. Who knows? <laughs> Spoilers. Okay, so, yeah, there is a kobold with a robe, wizard hat, and staff that is trying to fend off an imp currently controlled by Talia. No, the imp, the imp is... I made oh, wait, that's right. Gorga's shoulder. So, yeah, the, the kobold is still underneath the illusionary floor. There is the a staircase is there. It, was the hole large enough for, like, us to go down, or...? It, it was... A staircase that looked like it was installed when the palace was built. Okay. That when all the walls were taken out, an illusionary floor was put over top of it to hide it. Okay. So, with the imp being yeeted down there, I would roughly know the layout. So, can I try and start heading down? Yeah. I mean, you stumble a little bit when you get to the part where <laughs> the, the illusion starts and the steps begin. But mm-hmm. it's very... You're very quickly able to find your footing. Okay, so I'll head Literally down. Once I'm, once I'm down... I think I'm, I'm gonna, gonna follow. Be f- me too, but a few steps behind uh, Talia. I, I didn't... The second I see the kobold, I just want to get down and just sit cross-legged and just... Hello. Okay, now once you go down the staircase, mm-hmm. the area, the space you're in, on one end is the stairwell, you just came down, and it leads into a hallway that is the same width of the, as the stairwell and goes down a distance. Well, not down. It goes a distance of 20 feet before there is a sharp intersection. Okay. And the kobold is there, still holding its staff up at you defensively. Mm-hmm. I've just got lights dancing around. Hello. Uh, hi. So you're the first kobold that's here that's actually being like spoken to as... Well, uh, not all of us speak. I assume. What's your name? One second while the DM checks his notes because the DM has forgotten. <laughs> Zup. Zup. I am pleased to meet you, Zup. My name is Talia. Um, Crash? Yes. Question. No, no one needs to roll anything. If, okay. I, if, I wasn't, if I wasn't making Talia roll to prevent somersaulting down the stairs, I'm not going to make anyone else do the same. All right. Um, I just didn't get confirmation on whether we'd followed or not. So. Un- understood. Um, my, my assumption was when you said I follow that you were just walking down the stairs and you were, you were behind Talia. Okay. Okay. So that said, what was the question again so, For, from, from Talia? What was the question that you asked? Oh, um, I just said, uh, hello, up? my name is Talia. Um, what happened here, darling? Uh, for I'm trying to be time. as empathetic as possible. Well, you see for a very long time, uh, a collection of kobolds that I was a part of uh, ritualistically sacrificed its members by sending them off to be uh, killed by 
a Draculich that then reanimated the bodies to form an army, and many of them came back as mindless skeletons, but every now and then one of them came back with spellcasting abilities or some degree of sentience, and hi, I'm one of them. And uh, then Decalion went away and didn't come back, and that was kind of okay for a time. And then a bunch of Dragonborn showed up mm-hmm. and killed a bunch of us again and took... But this time it stopped. Well, yes. And uh, they took the treasure and then they put a bunch of us together into a bigger skeleton with too many extra parts. Some of them said it was a cleanup. Others said it was somebody else's problem. And then they left and a bunch more of us died. The Dragonborn and flying ships, yes? Yep. God. No, no, Dragonborn. Very different. No, I know this Dragonborn. You know this Dragonborn. (sighs) Well, if it's any consolation, we took care of the giant mass of skeletons, so they shouldn't shouldn't be harming any of you anymore. It's uh, why we look a little beat up. Well, to be fair, you're more together than most of us are. (laughs) Well, that's basically our intention to leave you guys be. You seem content to live your lives here without being harmed, and we took care of at least one major threat. Do you have any idea where they Dragonborn took the treasure? Because that's kind of why we're here. They uh, put it in their ships and said they needed it to pay more crew? Christ. Right. When, when was that? Uh, a few months ago. Something about getting the moon back. Did you know the moon was gone for a while? Did you notice that? That was kind of weird. I was dead for a while. So, yes, no, I, oh, I, so was I. Also, we noticed that. Yeah. I noticed uh, that. Yeah. Everywhere. No, I did not notice this. This is... The more I learned, the more I wish I stayed home. Oh. If you had stayed home, you'd still be dead. But Maybe so. I, I'd turn over to Vex and say, Okay, looks like this is a dead end. Where's the next stop? Dead end. I, that, that's you a funny have... joke. I get that. That's that's a good one. <laughs> that wasn't meant to be a joke, but if it, you got amusement out of it, then okay. It's I'm, a bit of gallows humor. <laughs> hey. Sorry. Humor's my hey. defense mechanism, but I'm not very good at defense. I get that. Mostly because I'm a spellcaster. I'm supposed to stand in the back and wiggle my fingers, and he holds up one skeletal hand and wiggles <laughs> the fingers a bit more than fingers should be able to wiggle. Oh. Well, because skeleton. Right, yes. I'm going to sort of gently pat him on the shoulder. They wince a little bit as you approach, but after you just sort of pat them on the shoulder, they look very sheepish about wincing. Hey, it's all right. So thanks for taking out out the juggernaut thing, though. I mean, a lot of us tried that. Uh, Decalion gave some of us magical items to sort of be additional defenses if he had to step out for anything. And uh, so we tried those. And that didn't work out so well. Would you mind if we took those magical items? Um, Mark, uh, I we're not going to force it. We're not going to hurt you. But if you're Zup immediately to hugs his staff close to his chest. Okay, okay. okay like I said, not. we're not here to hurt you. If well, you don't want to give them up, we're not going to force you to. Just figured it was worth asking. If I could interject... Everyone here who used to be the servant of a very powerful dragon, who is now dead, and therefore you have gained your freedom, please raise your hand. Zup and Thava both raise their hands. Cool. Okay. okay. So, Zup, may I speak to you privately? Uh, 
You heard the st the part about it was a bunch of dragonborn, right? Yes, I'm not with them. I'm assuming that they were servants of Tiamat. Who? Mm. They had a symbol that had a bunch of dragon heads on it, and they were all different colors. Yeah. Okay, yes, servants of Tiamat. Don't worry. It happened to everyone. Someone cast a wish spell. Long story. Took me a while to figure it out. It was very frustrating until I did. If the rest of you could wait upstairs briefly. Um... Okay, I guess we could do this. Um, I... Orga will go beyond the illusionary wall, but <sighs> will do her best to make it look like she's trying to give them privacy while staying within earshot. I telepathically make uh, Cocktail go, uh, tell him to go invisible and follow her. Don't let her out your sight and listen to what she says. Okay. Crash so, was so, trying to avoid having to talk to himself, and we're that's making I mean, I was, I was somewhat no. hoping that I wouldn't have to have my characters talking to each other for any amount of time. Right. Okay, so... You can't do that, that when Gorga's around. You, you, you can't do that when Talia does not trust Fava at, at all. Okay, so through your imp's eyes, imp's hmm? invisible eyes, you see... Fava ends up, walk further down the hallway, go around a corner, and mm -hmm. it's very obvious that the room that they're going into was set up to be an auxiliary treasure room. There are spots where there were obviously chests that had been set out. The chests are gone, but there's spaces where the chests had been. Different levels of dust show that mm -hmm. there, were, there were large boxes there. There's tons of shelves. They are mostly empty. And... Uh, the conversation that's taking place as they are walking into this room. So, you followed a dragon too? Yes. A, a living one, not a dead one. Uh, got killed by a ragtag band of adventurers, actually. Ooh. Yeah, that's harsh. Yeah, but it's okay. I'm better off for it. Uh, one moment. And the last thing that the imp sees is a dagger being shoved into his face. <sighs> oh, no. And then you're left in the middle of an empty palace that is more empty than most palaces <laughs> with an imp that you're going to have to spend an hour bringing back. Oh, no. Meanwhile, Gorga's just sitting on the floor trying to keep her eyes open while listening really hard and getting nothing. Uh, Talia just sits down and pouts. <laughs> Vex, Vex trops, uh, trots up to Talia and is holding a what looks to be a cobalt femur in his oh, mouth no. and he sets oh, it down in no. front of Talia and just looks up at Talia. Oh, oh, Vex, you, you should um, you should give that back, hon. You should give that back to the cobalt. I you pick up the fun. femur I pick up the femur and throw it as far as humanly possible. Vex oh. takes off like a shot. You, you do realize Vex is, just wants to play fetch, right? So <sighs> you're humoring Vex. Well, it's not oh, like no, I no. It's a femur, the, not a humor. It's not like I can listen to the untrustworthy dragonborn now. She um, killed my imp. I mean, this is DM saying this, not a character, but she did ask for alone time, and you didn't give it. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, yeah, but there's no reason to trust her. Them. Are they sure? You, you we'll decided to time. invade her safe space where she was going to talk about prior trauma with someone who shared that trauma. Gorga does not believe in private time. <laughs> Except for Gorga's private time. Believe yes. in private time with someone she does not trust. Well, Fava believes in stabbing imps in the face when they are trying to spy on Fava. 
that's fair and i get that that's fine that's fine it happened it's not a problem i'm just uh, i'm just re- reacting how talia would react mm-hmm. yeah we're, we're not mad we're just disappointed that our plans aren't working yes <laughs> we're not mad talia is just a, talia will just pout when her plan doesn't work we okay. seem vaguely safe for the moment and uh our boss has gone off to have a chat with someone, so who wants to play dice? <sighs> I will. You want to bet on it? <laughs> I will watch this happen, actually. I no. think I... <sighs> also, does this count as a short rest? We'll I will accept this as a short rest, sure. Yay, short rest. Okay, I'd much prefer wagers, but if you just want it to be for honor, then... I can deal. I'm going to use two head there, by the way. Okay. As you pull out the dice, Vex comes over with a playing card and sets it down next to the dice. It's an ace, by the way. Oh, he wants to play too. Look at that. I love that it's an ace. You're pretty sure you have accounted for all of the other aces, of which there was significantly more than four. But this is another one. You don't know where Vex got it. You also don't know where Vex was holding it. Hey, Gorga. I think he's mm-hmm. picking something up from you. You know, Vex metaphorically or literally. I oh, mean, you think I dropped I... an ace from the playing card set I took from the airship. Thank you. Gorga just grabs the ace and shoves it into the <laughs> deck of cards she took. It is very clearly not an ace from that deck. Well, you know, that was nice of Vex bringing, bringing something that disappeared back. If it's it not from the same deck, pattern. I'll put it elsewhere, but otherwise... I am going to stick to my story that that was an honest game. <laughs> and in the dice game that's coming up, I will still use sleight of hand. And I realized I can be proficient in a dice set as well because I am really bad at building characters and I tend to forget the backstory traits. I'm actually proficient with dice set as well, so I could do the same things. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try something. I'm um, proficient in a dice set. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask Ryan to roll 2d6, because it's a dice set, but add your proficiency bonus. And I'm going to ask Gorga to roll 2d6, but add your sleight of hand bonus. Can I do it, but add my deception bonus? <laughs> I don't um, think you can lie about... Yeah, that's the problem. You wouldn't. Okay, so somehow Gorga has managed to roll a, a number higher than is possible on the dice. <laughs> <laughs> because I allowed for sleight of hand, <laughs> but but yes, Gorga is is doing incredibly good on these rolls. I want to roll insight. If you're rolling insight, I get a roll deception. That's fair. And I got a twenty three on my deception check. Oh my goodness. Okay, yeah, it's maybe Gorga's just like Gorga's one of those people who just rolls really well for everything. Your best bet is to switch the game rules so that you have to get the lower number to win. Whatever you do, don't have Gorga be your DM. <laughs> uh, so after about 15 minutes of this, Thava and Zup come back up through the floor. Oh, I love that that's the sentence I got to say. Right. And Whenever you want to make this for keeps, I'm always willing. Thava is holding a collection of items. So we've come to an understanding. Uh, we're not taking all of the items they have. That would not be fair to them. They do need some defenses. But their numbers are a bit fewer than they were before. So I think I have some things here that might be of interest to you. And 
as Thava is saying this, I will tell you right now that Talia specifically and Ryan specifically, your eyes are drawn to think um, different things, but each of you has your eyes drawn to something that Thava is holding. Oh. Uh, Thava's holding a collection of... Uh, she's got a couple weapons. Uh, there's a shield there. The shield has a um, a symbol on the front of it that that's uh, worked into the metal of the shield. It is a sword held at an angle over top of an image of another shield. Yes, yeah, someone put an image of a shield on a shield. It's Shieldception. <laughs> that one. Seems silly. Hand that one to me. Yes, I thought that the tank might want a shield. Here you go. That's not... I mean, yes, but also... I think they just like... Ryan puts a hand on the symbol and never thought I'd hold this thing, but... Apparently, all of these items were taken from adventurers who found their way here over the years. I mean, what magical item doesn't find their hands into an adventurer at some point? You'd be surprised, but yes, point taken. The point I'm making, however, is the previous owner of that shield was most likely killed by Deucalion himself. Yeah, that tracks. They it's... went out and bought a lot of things. Wait, you, you know the previous owner of this shield? I just thought it was religiously significant. Well, um, I don't know the previous owner, but I know what god that symbol was for. And I am frantically clicking on the equipment thing in various character sheets to hand stuff out. That's that's Joa's symbol. Who? The god I was uh, born to serve. Wasn't very good at it, but it turned out not to matter anyway. Well, well Gorga. Birthrights are a load of dirt anyway. Yeah, they are. Whatever your opinions on birthrights, Gorga, I think this rapier was made for you. And... Uh, Thaba hands you a rapier that just it, it it's a nice looking sword you guess it, it, it's higher quality than the one you're currently using but there's nothing on it that screams this is a sword that I Gorgo would really like to use for the rest of my life well if it's better than the one I'm using I'll take it but I suppose this means I'll be obliged to melee more often well considering its properties that might actually be true I have by the way for Ryan and Gorga, I have added the items to your character sheet, so Reload will show them. Now, for Morley, uh, didn't find something that would necessarily help you do more damage, but with the whole staying alive thing, I think I have something that can help you out. And she hands you a cloak. A cloak? A cloak. A cloak, okay. And I put it on. Okay. It's cursed. No, it's not. That's not oh, true. no. That is not true. I mean, I wouldn't shock me with her. By the way, each of these items does require attunement. So I'm going to include okay. this as part of the short rest. You can click the attunement button to okay. attune to it. And in doing oh, so, okay. then you know all of its abilities. Alright, do that. Um, Thava then hands a pair of gloves. Actually, no, not gloves. It's, it's the, the wording of this throws me off every time I look at it. Um, Thava hands an amulet to Zuda that apparently can help improve the potency of healing spells. And for you, Talia. And Talia... Um, Thava is holding one last magical item. It is a rapier. And it is very obviously referencing ravens in his design. I think you're going to like this. I'll take it. It is a rapier that as soon as you hold it, you know its name. 
you haven't even attuned to it yet, but something in the back of your head tells you that this is an item that was made by servants of the Raven Queen. This was made to be used specifically by servants of the Raven Queen. It could be used by somebody else, but why would you let them? I have added it to your character sheet. Reload to see it. I've already done that. Um, the second she take the second she takes it and understands what it is, she sits down, summons her other blade, and lays them on t- lays it on top of the new one, and just sits there for ten minutes, and makes it her new cursed uh, hex blade. And Gorga, you notice that Fava is wearing a different cloak than she was wearing before. Figures Fava would get their own magical item. <laughs> course. Well, you're just handing things out. So, Fava, what does your new cloak do? Oh, just something to help me gather more intelligence is all. Oh, Aaron, this is beautiful. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to say Gorga gives the stock eye to that, but that's a little too obvious for Gorga, but she table is talking, Table talking very briefly, I almost gave Talia the cloak that I gave Fava. My first impulse was to give Talia the cloak. But then I saw the sword, and I said, no. <laughs> no, this <laughs> this item is for Talia. Um, also, it's a long sword, not a rapier. Oh, I'm wrong. But still. Oh, that is beautiful. I thought you would like it. Gorga likes her magical item, but she's keeping that close to her chest, as is her standard modus operandi. Oh, yeah. I I assumed that when you read that, you, you would not Broadcasted information. Uh, so we what did, play. What did Fava say? What did Fava say about her cloak? Sorry. It it would help her with her intelligence gathering. Okay, I want to talk to the Cobalt quickly, if I can. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to go over to what what was your name? It was Zup. Yes. Yeah. What's up? Okay. Uh, thank you for whatever deal you made with with Fava to to help us out. I'd like to help you with if I can. Do you know how to do mage armor? Like like a robe of protection or something? I, I no, like this it, one it, more. It, it's a spell. You do not have this Ooh. one. Okay, so I can... If you are willing, I can cast mage armor on you. It will last for eight hours. And this is all the protection I can give you, but it is better than nothing, yes? I mean, it'd be nice. Sure, thanks. Okay, hold still. And I slowly reach out my hand and touch his shoulder and cast Mage Armor. Okay. And then his AC goes up. Wow. Okay. It will not last forever. So, you know, keep in, keep in mind how much time passes. You have eight hours. Okay. I, I'm going to go fight the rats in the basement now. I, hey, um, I, I can't well, dead do anything, can't do anything for you, but thank you. This, um, I... These Ryan, items are very helpful. You have Ryan looks like Ryan is going to try to give the kobold a hug. It, it's uh, I'm, Ryan I'm not also very good looks at kind surviving of like they're going to cry. <laughs> Just so you know, she's not going to hurt you. They're not going to hurt you. Well, yeah, I don't think they're intentionally going to hurt me. I, I just right. I'll I'll hold off on the grapple check. Just thank you. This uh, there's. I guess you could call it someone I lost. I guess you could say something else. I, uh, but most of the skeletal kobolds in this city are from my clan. We lived, we had lives, and we all died. 
And a lot of them are here, but they're not here. I think I kind of understand. Yeah. And Your clan may still be alive. Would you be willing to pay if we could locate them? With what? More magical items? I don't know. If we <laughs> find, if we find your clan, if we find your clan, I'll try to get word to you. If you pay us. What? Ignore no. her. <laughs> Hello, Gorgo. Talia's too busy. Ignore her. She likes money. Here. I mean, it doesn't have to be money. Zup looks over at Faba, and Faba looks back at Zup. May I? Yeah. Their clan is still around. That's part of the conversation we had. But unless Deucalion changed something, like consciously changed a parameter of the spell, they're bound to this place. They can't leave. There's one member, there's one who was freed by Deucalion. Sort of a a bargain. I suppose we can put on our to-do list to let them know that they should come back for a visit. Can you give me magic leather armor in exchange for that? (laughs) It sounds like the price is going up every time you speak. Every time they speak, the task gets more specific. Before, it was just let them know if their clan is still alive. I suppose we can ask the Circle of Tales if they have spare leather armor they can give you. But uh, what now? What is Circle of Tales? It's a very long story, and we've been playing for over two hours. So <laughs> okay. I can discuss it as we're getting ready for our next long rest. Let's put it that way. Okay. With that said, we should probably take that long rest because I really don't want to do what I'm going to be doing immediately after the long rest. That's fair. Because because I don't know the way out of here. And we don't have enough food to search all of the mountains for safe passage. That's bad. So we're going to have to rely on a different talent, one I can only do once a day. Who wants to go to the Feywild? That's worse. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Okay, so yeah, session ends with a long rest (laughs) and prepare for the chaotic Feywild, I guess. And a level up. And a level up. You'll you'll be level four. Oh, okay. Because you need it. I mean, hi. So thank you everyone for playing. (laughs) Thank you everyone for listening. Let's go over a few quick plugs because we have a lot of awesome people who've been joining us this evening. We did have Chris and Eo and Jen and Cindy. Arshbreath was hanging out and listening. Eric was hanging out and listening for a little while. Let's do our plugs. So, Chris has a fortnightly recorded podcast. AzerothCTC.com is where you can find it. It is not just about World of Warcraft, as is implied by the name AzerothCTC. Sometimes they talk about other games. Sometimes they complain about games being dead that people still enjoy playing. But it's still a fun listen. They stream it live on Twitch, and then you can get the recording afterwards. Uh, Eo's mom writes books. You can find those at Elizabeth-McCoy.com. Jen has a blog and podcast. You can find that at bookofjen.net. Cindy is awesome. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming. Help us keep the lights on. You can join other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Eric, Janatalok, Mickey, Shanshen, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, oh, the Feywild is lovely this time of year. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.